0: cool we are live i definitely need to figure out why this hiss happens on skype but i i mean it's not that hard to edit out it's not that hard to Mm -hmm. edit out with uh audio hijack or with audition it's just kind of a pain and i worry i just have this fear that at some point it's going to be impossible to correctly fix
1: Mm -hmm. this sounds much better to me than it did last time i don't know what
0: was happening last time but it's not like it sounds better on my on my end. I've isolated myself, but I'm not sure that that's a huge issue. I'm not sure it's any better or worse. I just think that um I don't know. We'll find out. I can edit quite a bit of hiss out in post production. It's just obviously not preferable. Just for sake of sometimes I don't know if people hear this or notice it, but there would be like once or twice an episode where one of us will skip a little bit because of the hiss, and mm-hmm. it bothers me. But also I listen to the whole thing like three or four ways like three or four times through before i publish it and so Mm -hmm. i think no one would notice in the actual listening of the podcast but it bothers me so yeah all right well we got a lot to cover here somebody somebody was busy last week because their sister got married yeah my sister got married
1: last week and this week's thanksgiving and everyone's lives are just crazy this time of year
0: yeah i think this is one of the good things about what we've done is we've kind of set expectations that these are coming soon but not too soon Right. We are not going to make the holiday season. Just listeners of this podcast
1: should know you will not be able to get these, ask for these as a Christmas present or give them as Christmas presents. We
0: feel somewhat bad about that, but we would rather do this right and not set expectations inappropriately and have you be disappointed. So we are realists. But
1: I would say like quarter one 2016 would be a good goal. 17, 2017.
0: I don't think we're really that far off at this point, really.
1: Right, and one, yeah, we're in a good spot, and I think we're, the equation has changed a little bit, I feel like, in the last two weeks, um, based on, like, the overwhelming, like, response that we've gotten in terms of email address collection, and in terms of just, like, actual feedback we've gotten from people, that I would almost think, like, we might be able to do... For a small short run, just like a a direct-to-fan sale for the things that we already have, just with the contacts we already have.
0: Yeah, so we're going to talk about it in a bit here, but we've had, like John mentioned, a lot of great feedback in the last, I guess it's been about 10 days since our last show. Maybe, maybe a little less, I'm not sure. It's been over a week. I think we published a week ago Sunday, and so it's been about nine days, Mm -hmm. and the feedback has been crazy in that period of time. So I guess most of the feedback was based off of our giveaway or a lot of the feedback was driven by it. So I guess we can start off by capping with that. We talked, I believe, last episode about how we have planned to do a band giveaway and how we were able to collect a lot of email addresses off Reddit. I think we got about 300 from Reddit that time we talked on about first go, on the first yeah. go. And then I posted a second picture to Reddit about a week later. It was sometime after the last episode released.
1: It was just when you got your, your bands from King in, right?
0: Yeah, I got I got a whole pile of bands from uh, King, one of the suppliers we have. And so I took an Instagram post kind of showing off the bands. And it was, you know, just me trying to be fun and artsy. And so I posted that photo to Reddit because it had a lot of different color bands and stuff. And there was a lot of great feedback. And so one of the top feedbacks was, I guess not really a feedback, but one of the top comments or early comments almost immediately after I posted the photo uh, which if you're not, if you're not familiar with Reddit, which a lot of people who listen may or may not be, I'm not sure. I guess most of our readers are, are, are our listeners and our people from our newsletter are coming from Reddit. So they're familiar, but the Apple watch subreddit is a fairly active subreddit where people post a lot of photos of watch bands, um, lots of questions on apps. It's a, it's a decent community if you're an Apple watch wearer, and I've had a lot of fun going there and there's a lot of photos of bands. That seems to be one of the top things that happens there. So I posted a picture of all these bands for fun because I thought people would like it because it's the kind of content that's posted to that subreddit a lot. And the first comment was like, OMG, how did you get so many bands? Did you buy these? And then so I kind of explained what we were doing and then mentioned we still had a giveaway for a couple days. We were taking entries for a giveaway for a couple days still. And we got another 200 or so subscribers. I mean, it was close to that. Maybe not quite, but around 200. Maybe like 195 or 190, but a lot.
1: Yeah, and I'm actually just... So, you talked about this subreddit thread and you told me about it, and I hadn't actually read the comments yet, but there were some great comments in here.
0: The amount of feedback in that post alone was really amazing. And so, at this point now, we've gotten, I think, about almost 600 emails. And we do know that most people have subscribed because they want a free band. So, we don't have any illusions that people necessarily all love what we're doing. But with that thread and with some emails and stuff we're going to talk about in a little bit, the amount of interest in the last seven to 10 days has been phenomenal well beyond anything we really anticipated and so we're kind of we're not we're not setting ourselves up for disappointment when we sell 10 of these things but i think like john said the equation has changed a bit and we want to make sure we do this right because people seem very excited
1: right and at this point like we've got people who are interested and we want to treat these people well because they're interested in our product um and so it's not just strangers these are like People who have showed an early interest without too much prodding from us in what we're offering. And
0: again, we're both, I think, when we've mentioned in multiple episodes, but if this is your first time listening, uh, this whole project started because, John, you and I both wanted these bands. Like, I kind Mm -hmm. of tossed this to you and you said, yeah, I would want one of those. And so the whole reason we've done this is because we want them. And so if we're going to sell them, they have to be something we would want to buy. And so um, one of the things we did was we had this giveaway where we were collecting basically just to help us get some data What size band do you use, or I guess what size um, watch do you have? Yeah, I guess what size watch do you have, and then what color metal do you have of a watch? Do you have the space gray? Do you have the rose gold, gold, silver? Uh, That was our giveaway. We had a little Google sheet, and we had lots of entries. I think I don't know the final number. I don't have in front of me.
1: It was like five forty-seven. Well, I don't know what what, in total we've ended up with five hundred and fifty entries or so.
0: So five hundred and fifty people signed up. Through those links, we did some of them on Facebook, some on Reddit. So not all of them came from Reddit, but a big majority did. And we have some winners. So John, um, I think we've gotten permission to give the names of two of the winners. Um, we've talked to them. We sent, I guess, explain that process today. Explain our um, how we did that because you did that part for us, and we want to make sure everyone knows how legitimate this whole contest was. <laughs> yeah. So
1: we had a um, all of our all of our contest entries got put into a spreadsheet. And I looked at how many lines of the spreadsheet there were, which I believe was 547. Um, and then I went to my favorite website for selecting random contest winners, random.org. And I clicked my parameters to 1, 547, and it just generates random numbers between there. So um, I picked three numbers. I don't remember what they were at this point. Well, I could look because I have the winner's names, but... um. I generated them and we ended up with three winners and two of them have responded already with their address and stuff. And we're not going to give out their billing address, but we do have permission to give out their first names So two of these winners. So um, congratulations to Ryan and um, the second person's name is Blake. So congrats to Ryan and Blake, who are two of our winners for this Tone Band's uh, first round of giveaways. And there's one more winner who has not reached back out to us yet, and therefore we will not share their information. And if we don't hear back from them in a day or so, we'll pick a different third winner.
0: Yeah, so whoever this person is better get back to us fairly quickly. But yeah, so congratulations to Blake and Ryan, and we will get those out to you as soon as possible.
1: I would also, I'm not going to say who's who, but we asked them like what colors they'd be interested in. And uh, one person said red with black pin would be top preference. Um, But anything with a black or yellow gold pin, they have one of each in the aluminum. Um, And then the other person wants white or any of the specialty colors like concrete or stone or cloud. So any of the colors will work. So that's interesting. Red and white, which were the first two that we had universally decided on uh, in this very, very small sample size. Seem to be the two colors that people are most
0: interested in. I just set off Hey Siri. I don't know if you heard that beeping. I didn't. I didn't and I just it. did it again saying <laughs> you I did it. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by it.
1: I just set up Hey Siri. <laughs> How about a web search for it?
0: Oh, well, uh, I don't know what to do to, I don't know what I said. And then I can't describe I saw it because then it will go off again. But speaking of Siri, this is, I don't, I don't know if I
1: want to. Oh, shoot. My Hey Siri was, no, you just quit it um always say hey dingus just like yeah john gruber i I didn't
0: say i didn't say hey dingus it started it just went off
1: the siri button on the the dingus button on the uh touch bar is the worst
0: oh yeah you can remove that with the setting i did i did i did
1: remove it i did remove it um i i don't want to talk about that computer right now i'm not using it i love it but uh, we got a lot to talk about here, but that button is the worst.
0: Yeah, I set up the, the iPad fake one that you can use with some a server kind of thing, and that button seemed weird, but we will discuss that another time. Uh, so yeah, congratulations again to Blake and Ryan. We'll get those out, and we will do our best to accommodate. Uh, we have a band update in a minute, which may dictate the colors because we might have lost a good portion of our bands <laughs> so far. So um, that might be Gosh, a problem. I've
1: got somewhere. I have that, uh, like my confirmation number of shipping. Um, but I, I by somewhere. I have, I mean, I had it at
0: some point. Should we talk about, I guess, should we get into the second part of the, the bands that we we're going to do with, or not the giveaway, but the the survey, and then we can talk about yeah. a band update. So yeah, let's get,
1: let's do that. Cause that's actionable for our listeners. So
0: obviously if you're listening or you're still listening now, you will know that if, unless your name is Blake or Ryan, and even if you're listening and your name is Blake and Ryan, if you are, if that's your name but you've not heard from us, you did not win this contest, unfortunately. Well, to be fair, you have a, about a 1 in 530 chance that you won this contest, in which case, resp- check your email, please, and respond to us. Okay, so if you have not received an email from us but you are hearing this, you are probably disappointed. One of the things we've had this week was an unbelievable amount of feedback. I think we've gotten more personal I think I got five or six Reddit direct messages alone after last post. And we have, in addition to that, like, so we've heard from like 10 to 11 strangers unsolicited. The number of unsolicited comments has been amazing. And so we're very enthused by that. But one of the things we found through our survey numbers and what we're seeing of people replying is we actually have concern that we, our original concern was we would make these and sell 10. Our concern now is, is that we might be able to do a run and actually come close to selling out or be limited in the sizes and quantities we have. So like, for example, I can't remember if it was Blake or Ryan, but one of them said, I want red. If we do a red run, we might run out of red of 42s or red of 38s or something like that. Like that's a realistic possibility right now. And so that is awesome. And definitely not, I think what either of us expected. A lot of the feedback we've had, and again, this is not to self-grandize what we're doing, a lot of the feedback has been like, "I really think this is cool. I really like what you're doing. I want to support you. Or I really like that idea. I'm OCD over this." Somebody at replied us both on Twitter, um, who I originally thought was related to you. Or I thought it was your brother-in-law at first,
1: and I thought the per- that you knew that person. So, and they're
0: like, "OMG, you know, thanks, Cameron and John for doing this. It really, as my OCD has been killing me over this. Like, that's been the kind of the feedback. And so." What we're going to do is the following, and what we'd like to do is make sure that anyone who's super excited about these or really wants one is going to be able to get one on the first run, and we do not run out of bands for them as best as we possibly can, especially in the colors or sizes you want. So what we've decided to do is, and we'll link to this, we're actually going to do a newsletter after this episode so we can send out so people can find out they did not win, unfortunately, or they did win, and then um, hear this. We have what we're going to do is a small survey here through three questions that we're going to ask you in the podcast. We would like you to email your responses to these three simple questions to our email address, which is just contact at tonebands.com. So the word contact at tonebands, T-O-N-E-B-A-N-D-S.com. And we'll link to this all in the show notes. We'd like you to respond to these three questions. And if you do that, we will be keeping a separate I don't know what you call it, like a VIP email list. And as soon as we figure out what we're doing with sales and colors, um, as John mentioned, probably it's looking like first quarter next year. It could be late this year, early next year. Um, we will directly email you first who are on this list and make sure that as much as is possible in our first run, if there's one of our bands we can offer that you want, you will get it. So that's kind of our... Right, and we'll, you'll have anything. like a
1: probably a three to five day exclusive window. Before we email other people about it. So a reasonable
0: amount of time. We think we don't have a clue how many people out of our email list will take us up on this offer. It could only be 10. It could be 30. It could be who knows. But if you do take this up on this offer and you send us an email with these responses, we will make sure that there is a considerable period of time, three to five days, where you are the only people who know about how to acquire these before everyone else. All right. So um,
1: we got these three questions. And these will be in the, these are just going to be in the podcast. So they're like secret questions. Is that right, Cameron?
0: Yes. These are, well, again, we, what we wanted to do is make this so that if you, you have to care to figure out and answer these questions, you have to be willing to listen to us for five minutes to hear the questions and then respond. So yes. All right. So here we go. Question number one,
1: which three colors would you be most interested in buying? Describe this however you want. You can send a color, like a word. You can send a hex number. You can send a Crayola crayon name. You can send a picture of a color that you like. Whatever you're thinking about. Uh, Probably pictures would be tough, but send us three colors that you'd be interested in buying.
0: Yes, whatever your three. We don't need a priority, but just if you had three. If there is a priority, feel free to let us know. But Three colors that you would be most interested in us offering. Question number two.
1: If you own a sport band currently, do you use the smaller strap that came with your watch or the larger strap that came with your watch? I believe the naming is slightly different on this, depending on how you, if you got a 38 or 42 millimeter watch. But all of them come, that came with sport, watches, sport bands have two sizes. Do you use the smaller size or the longer size?
0: One way, if you're not sure, so if you got your watch a long time ago and you don't remember which strap you used on apple's bands if you take it off there's actually a little piece of writing on there that will tell you the size of your band so it's just something like s uh forward slash m like s like m or medium large so small medium or medium large i think are the two common ones Um, but it can depend on size i believe so if you're not sure you should be able to take your band off and look i think it's on the the longer end with the holes on it the longer end of the band with the holes i think has that imprinted on it
1: and the last question question number three and Um, And we will accept any answer for this question. Uh, Why are you most interested in tone bands? Um, And we will accept any answer, including you just signed up because
0: you wanted something for free. Yep, that would be a completely valid and acceptable answer. And we are fine with that. So those are the three questions. Again, uh, we are making you listen to this because there does seem to be a core of people. I don't know however many, but a a good at least couple dozen on our email list who are super enthusiastic about this. And so we want to make it a little bit tough to get on this sort of VIP thing because we want to be able to get those people their first preference of bands and make sure that they um, get exactly what they want as best as we can allocate that and make sure that it's possible. Um, And so finally, one other thing, if you have any other feedback when you send us the email, we would love to hear that as well. So if you have a sentence or question or a comment or some thoughts on how we've done this process so far be it the podcast, be it the emails, anything you've seen from us, we would love to receive that feedback so we can implement it into either future shows and kind of answer feedback questions or just use it to make the product better and what we're doing better. So thank you. And, again, that email is contact at tonebands.com and that will be in the show notes as well.
1: Um, And a recap on that, if you were just listening to this podcast and didn't know there were going to be three questions, the three questions are which three colors would you be most interested in buying, if you currently own a sport band, do you use the smaller strap that came with your watch or the larger one? And why are you most interested in tone bands?
0: Yeah, so that has been the feedback part. We've got a lot of feedback. We've, we've isolated a couple of our favorite parts of it, and we will get to those in a few minutes. We're going to actually go over the feedback. But before we do that, let's give a quick band update. We alluded earlier that we had some band issues, or we have band issues, potentially.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna let's just start with the the good stuff. So I got um bands our second set of bands from supplier number two, um, named uh, her name is Dora. Um, we got our second set of bands from supplier number two. Uh, this is the were the bands that were shipped to me originally and that we liked more of the first two sets that we got. And I we ordered a lot more colors this time. I think there were probably like. 15 or 16 different bands we ordered were probably like eight different colors because um, some were we ordered the, sm- the smaller and the larger size, or the 38 millimeter and the 42 millimeter versions in a lot of different colors. Um, so we got them, and I got the package, and I opened it up. They weren't in the boxes this time, which I think we were expecting them not to be because um, it would have been a lot of boxes. They were just in uh, plastic bags, each individually wrapped in plastic bags. That helps save our um, I opened it lot. up. Yeah, help save shipping. So I opened them up, and I was surprised. I mean, I knew we had ordered a lot of stuff, but I was worried that some things had gone wrong. Um, some things had silver pins. Some There was one package that just had two half straps of, like, one side of different colors. And I was like, Cameron, what are these? He's like, oh, no, I ordered those. So, false alarm. Everything that we got was great, and and what we ordered, I think, for the most part. Um The other encouraging part is that while I had two issues, um, issues with two different bands in the first set of bands that I got, I have had no issues with any of the bands I've gotten from this set. Um, So it seems like the first ones I got were maybe just a fluke or that they paid a little more attention to make sure we got good ones this time. Um, But all of the bands that I got were of, there's nothing wrong with any of them. They're all of very good quality. Um, Another weird thing to note is that we talked about that there's the small-slash-medium strap and the medium-slash-large strap. Um, my first set of bands from Dora all came with the small-slash-medium strap, and my second set of bands all came with the medium-slash-large length. So, just weird. I don't think we asked for that. That's a little unusual. Doesn't bother me, because my uh, my wrist is an in-between size. I can wear either one, but um, we'll have to make sure to specify that if we place our order from them, and regardless of which manufacturer we place our order from, which one we want. Hence why we
0: had a survey question to figure out what is the more common of the types. Right.
1: So that's that. And then um on, I guess, Tuesday or Wednesday of last week, a long time ago, I put these bands in the mail with an estimated time of delivery of Friday for Cameron,
0: and he still has not gotten them yet. No, today is Tuesday. So I have been checking diligently, and we have I have not gotten them yet. So furthermore... I did not put a return address on there, so if we lost them, we just lost them. So we are learning on the fly. <laughs> on the fly, we are learning. So I'm going to go maybe beat down the the post office door tomorrow morning and see, but right now we have quite a few bands lost in transit somewhere, so we will see what happens with those, and hopefully we figure that out. Hopefully everyone but Mike's band show up. Yeah, that's going to be unfortunate, but whatever. I mean, I guess we'll figure it out when we get there. Right. In the um, in other news on bands, there was our third set, our third sample set, which came to me. And I still need to mail Johns out. And maybe tomorrow when I go to the post office, I'll pick up packaging. Um, so we got a third supplier set. And these came mid last week. I think it was last Wednesday or Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so I've got a couple of days with these. And so my early impressions are very positive. They are probably similar. I guess I'd rather they they're very close to me to sample set 2. They're closer to sample set 2 than sample set 1, which if you're if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that that is a positive. We liked the second set more than the first. In mm-hmm. some ways, I think I like the feel of the silicone better on these maybe than even sample set 2. Okay. But I would I you know, I at this point and we I've been labeling them and keeping them all separate. I've seen so many of these that it's hard to say. They are at worst, they are at least on par with Sample Set 2, John, and in some ways they might be better, but I will wait to make that distinction until you get some of them so we can discuss that together. Uh, everything else Excellent. seems exactly as expected. The metal is definitely anodized aluminum um, black pins. The, the, Like I said, the the silicone is of high quality, probably at least as high of quality as every other band we've gotten, and I'm just taking one off here now to... uh, to see while i talk which is probably a mistake uh the colors all seem in line with everything else we've gotten and seem great the lugs that attach to the band are fine i mean they're good they're just like the other ones um and so the biggest surprise here or the most important part that makes this set different is if you remember i believe two episodes ago um Mm -hmm. so was that episode four we, if you look we had a cover photo of the bands this manufacturer has the ability to print patterns on the bands and yes. so we received two bands 138 and 142 that have a pattern on them and so I have been able to look at that and this this really uh, interested us because we thought that that would be cool to do our own patterns that'd be a very distinct and different thing that we have not seen. Personally, I had not seen by anyone else, really. I don't know if you had, John. Mm-hmm. No, I've never seen one in the wild before, definitely. And so that really interested us. And and I would, I would say without any hesitation, and I don't think it's rude or anything, I did not have high expectations for the quality of these prints because I had not seen them. So I presumed the reason I had not seen them was because they were either A, really hard to do, and really expensive, which the pricing of these were not any more expensive, or they have not been more expensive besides the fact that we have to do a minimum order quantity that's slightly higher. Or B, it just wouldn't look good. It would be a poor quality. And I can say that this definitely matches any expectation of quality for print I would have. And looks actually really good. This one's like a checkerboard kind of pattern. And it looks very precise. I mean, as good as something being printed on here, what it looks like has happened and I'll try to get a better show, uh photo or something. I think there's definitely one of them in the photo I took and posted to Reddit last week. But the, it looks like what's happened is, is that they've taken some sort of printer and printed directly onto the silicone. Okay. So it, it does have a look that looks somewhat like an inkjet, but like a high quality inkjet. I mean, it looks like, this one kind of reminds me of the quality you would see, like, I don't know, it's like a magazine print or something. It's... I don't know how to describe this pattern other than it's a checkerboard and it seems like the black squares of the checkerboard have like a zigzag pattern in them, like a small white zigzag pattern. So it looks like there's almost a checker, maybe it's a checkerboard inside of the checker piece. I, guess I don't know how to describe it. Um, so it's, it's relatively precise is what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of fine lines here and it doesn't look smudged or bad in any place. Excellent. What more can you ask for? I'm not a fan of the pattern aesthetically. Uh, This was probably the best of the whole set, which is why we bought it. But I personally would not want to wear this. However, I do believe that there could be patterns that were created that I would want to wear. I don't know what that would look like. But I do foresee patterns which I would find appealing. And so that was a really interesting thing to find. Um, yeah, the only negative is, is that you can see like on the underside of the band where the part of the band is that like touches the inside of your wrist or whatever, you can see where the print kind of, it's kind of similar if you've done print, like physical printing to like a bleed area where there's like maybe smudges on the inside, but that goes under your, under your band where you would never see it, where the printer kind of stops. Oh, okay. So it looks kind of like it, it like almost partially wraps around the band and then kind of like ends abruptly or kind of kind of fade kind of like kind of like a bleed area, but it it's not bad or problematic in any way. And I, I do think the quality of the print is much, 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 much better than I would have. Like, if you would have asked me to bet on, like, thinking this was something I would ever sell, I would have said that that was, no, you know, no way we would ever consider it. But if the band was, if there was some sort of pattern that was, like, aesthetically appealing to me, I would buy it in a heartbeat.
1: Excellent. So patterns probably won't be part of our first order, but they're something to consider. Um, and another cool thing from King's set, um, is that we don't have to order that many of them. Like, not, not of the patterns, but of the, just the solid colors. So that's cool too. Can't wait to see them. Hopefully mine don't get lost in the mail like yours did. I will put a
0: return address on yours because I care about you that much.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was so annoyed at the, how can you not be annoyed at a post office? So I, anyway, don't need to talk about
0: it. I should have put a return address on it. I'm going to guess that they... They still come, but I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll go stop by tomorrow and see. I've had, I had issues with the bands from King where they said that they dropped them off and they did not. So I don't know. I'll go beat down their door and we'll see. So those are our band updates. We're going to try to get these to John and hopefully find mine. that got lost in the mail. And then after we each get our hands on all of these final samples, we might get down to the point of doing the nitty gritty of deciding what our order is going to be. So we're not really that far off of that. And for that, yeah, and we're going to need your guys' help in figuring out
1: what our order is going to be.
0: Yeah, the colors are basically at this point now, the big question for us is what kind of colors do we want to go with, which is another reason why we want to do that supplementary survey. So if you do have strong opinions on the colors of bands you want, and it seems like you do, because at least from our two winners, um, when we asked if they had a preference because we tried to match it, both had very distinct answers. There was no like hesitation of, well, whatever you have, it was, this is what I would like. So that's positive to and us because that means that people um, they have opinions on these things which seems to be very common in the watch band community and so we want to make sure that we hit the best the widest range of preferences possible so with that I think we can move on to some feedback yeah so this is we've said a I guess a good portion of the podcast to feedback because we got a lot of it in last week and so uh, in general I guess we'll just summarize we love feedback any questions comments are super appreciated we've gotten them everywhere. We've gotten Twitter messages, Facebook, uh I what do you I guess what do you call the brand Facebook? Are they still Facebook chat messages when it comes to like a brand? They're page? just Facebook messages, yeah. Um that was a new and surprising one to me. Probably not for you given your line of work, but when one came through, that was super exciting to me and I had no idea yeah. how to do it or manage it.
1: I wasn't expecting it, especially considering what a empty place our Facebook page is. Um but it's the way that a lot of people are most comfortable communicating with brands and
0: so uh someone reached
1: out to us there.
0: Uh we had some Reddit private messages which were awesome and then a couple emails. So we've grabbed out of like John mentioned we got like 10 or so unsolicited really thoughtful feedback comments. We could not we cannot get to all of them, but we picked out what like three or four here. Yeah, we've we've got a lot of them here, but we'll we'll see what we get to. Um, our most
1: So let's start with our most thorough feedback. Uh, this was via email from a guy named Stephen. Stephen C. Uh, and he reached out to us, and man, did he have a lot of great things to say. Um, and the well, first thing we'll touch on, uh, other than that he's Canadian, which is, of course makes him great. And uh, the m- first thing that he pointed out, which is very true, is that our website does not exactly present itself as a legitimate organization
0: no he is correct he i think he mentioned that he tried googling so basically i guess to summarize the email he said you know you're looking for feedback he mentioned that he was coming from japan but he is canadian and he says he likes the mailing lists or he enjoys getting the emails um, he's fairly new to the apple watch community since he just got his apple watch so he doesn't mind the newsletters especially like learning about his apple watch um, and he started browsing and saw the giveaway and thought, why not? And so he signed up and then tried to find us through Google. And he thought that we, he basically said, I tried finding you and I could not find anything. And what I found did not seem to give a good sense of, I guess, what would be the word you I'm looking for here? Like, did, Legitimacy. Not, yeah, did not make you seem like a real thing. And he's right. Yeah, he's right. And we've, we've, uh, been fully owned up on that, um, we need to work on that for sure. I'm trying to think of an excuse that makes us not sound lazy, but I can't come up with one.
1: Yeah, we just need a bit, We just need a little bit more on the website front of things. And I think especially if we don't go the Kickstarter route, which we might not at this point. I don't know. We still need to talk about that. But if we don't, then our website is especially important. But even if we do, like people go check out your website when you're doing a Kickstarter. Yeah, so one of the things we If we could just bite the bullet... Bite yeah, the bullet on the $20 a month on Squarespace. Is that what Squarespace is in now? Minutes. Is that really what it, it is? is? Yeah, it's $19 a month. Real? Is that for the e-commerce stuff or that's how much it is? Well, I th- I think that is a basic ass package on Squarespace. I'm looking now. Uh, pricing. Command F pricing. There we go. Uh, Squarespace. This is riveting. Oh, it's only $12 a month. For a personal account, $18 a month for a business account. What separates the two accounts? Uh, well, and then there's another online store. Online stores are $26 a month or $40 a month. And I don't know. We don't. This is a dumb time to discuss this. We need a better website. Yeah,
0: one of the things we discussed or John and I talked about maybe in episode two or three was that we said that basically the website we understand is really sucky and really bad. But we're kind of holding out until we decide how we're going to purchase or I guess how we're going to sell these. Once we figure out how we are going to sell these products, we will we will put effort into the website and that will be highly dictated by what our store ends up being. Like John said, if we go Kickstarter for starting off, if we do straight to, you know, Amazon, if we do Shopify or Squarespace, uh, that's going to be the dictating reason why we would go with, you know, basically once we figure that part out, we will work heavily on the site. So, we ask for patience for a few more weeks while we Figure out what we're going to do there.
1: Um, so anyway, thank you for pointing that out, Stephen. You are one
0: hundred percent correct, and
1: we will get to
0: it. He had some really good thoughts on photography too. I don't know if we didn't have that, in, but he basically said yeah, that he go for it. he says that he thinks it looks great and he likes the idea, but he thinks it looks best when you're not wearing it. And so basically, he said that you know the when you're wearing the watch is something that only you notice. It's a subtle detail, and that's what I guess I'm insinuating here. You know, that's why. He will. He says. Um, he basically says he likes the idea of it. He's not sure if he would pay heavily, you know, or much more significantly than a cheap band, but he would consider it. Uh, but he said basically it's going to be hard to show off, and he thinks that the watch photos we've done look better when you're you're not wearing it, or I guess when you see the whole pin there. And so he kind of mm-hmm. recommended that from where we're doing our photography. And that's another good point.
1: I think we agree with Stephen
0: fully there. Yeah. So and then, I, you know, he mentioned as well. And one of the things he mentioned here to kind of paraphrase is that he said there's, you know, obviously the, the we haven't discussed it on the show, but there's the Nike plus style watch band that's come out. And mm-hmm. so I think one of the things that we've seen is that there's been kind of a hey, uh, these bands can look really weird. You know, not necessarily exactly all like the Nike Plus or the Circles, but there's some liberties we can take in creating new kinds of watch bands that are unique or look different, some highly different. And he kind of mentions, you know, could you look into something like that? And I think one of the things John and I had mentioned, or I don't know if we talked about on the podcast, was if the first batch of tone bands that we do go really well, we'd like to get into other types of watch bands, maybe not necessarily like that kind of style. But uh, one of the things I'd really like to get into would be uh, nylon bands, or mm-hmm. you know some sort of weird uh stuff there, where we would always emphasize making sure that whatever we do, I guess mostly with the pins or lugs would be as true to the watchman colors as they could be, so like I guess we would do you know a space gray color or a gold or a rose gold and the key there being is we want we want to hit the niche of the market of people who are adamantly or i guess who are are big proponents of making sure that like the, the little small details like the pin. That latches the watch together, matches their watch in general. That's kind of the people we want to hit. The people who care. Exactly. Um, We understand that there will always be people who do what we do cheaper, maybe, or, you know, at some sort of similar quality level, which we understand, and we're not sure we could ever compete with that at the scale it takes to do that. So we'd rather make sure we get the little small details right, because we think there are a lot of people who care about the details.
1: Yeah. So thank you so much, Stephen. if you're listening for uh, emailing us. We really appreciate it. Yes, it was um, and awesome. All of your points were really good, and we really appreciated them, and hopefully our
0: listeners will as well. Next, this was another, I think this one came through uh, Facebook. I think this was the Facebook message.
1: Yep, that I just looked, and this was the Facebook one.
0: From Carson G. And do you want to give a summary of this email? Or read it. Um, I guess the Facebook message. Oh, and
1: this is something that I had texted Cameron about a while
0: ago. Yeah, this was like a week or two after. Actually, it's funny Carson mentioned this because it was like a week or two after we started talking about this. You had messaged me a very similar question to this, or thoughts or comments. Yeah, like what the Carson's point is basically like, once you guys have
1: all these watch, you pr- guys probably have a bunch of watch bands now, which he's right about. Uh, what do you do with all of them? Like, how do you store them? Um, and my answer is I they're in a drawer at my bedside table. The top drawer just has like a ton of Watchmans in it. Um, the But I would love a more elegant solution. Um, and we don't have one, right? I don't personally have one, nor have I seen one that I thought I would really like online. Um, and Carson was pretty much sharing those sentiments exactly, um, asking if we knew if there was anything good that was out there or if that's something we'd be interested in making um and i am really interested in this product um so his idea included a charger integrated with the uh case to hold multiple bands um and i think that that is an interesting idea um i think it's an interesting idea to integrate the charger with the band case holder my idea was more of like a some like a just like a more simple case that you could put in your suitcase when you were traveling or put on your dresser where you could hold all of your bands and have easy access to them and not have them just flopping around. Um, but I think integrating the charger could also be interesting.
0: Yeah, actually, maybe what would be fun is for practice, maybe we could both take pictures of our watch band setups so we can show people. I actually, when John mentioned this to me, it seemed like a good idea as well. I have a small charger stand that I got off Amazon. I do not remember who makes it or anything. It's like a, a small wood. It's like a some sort of wood uh holder that has a spot for the watch as well as for my iPhone. I do not ever put my iPhone in that ch- case. I shouldn't In all honesty, I shouldn't have gotten an iPhone case and attached to it. Uh it's too far. I basically have a small desk in my room that I have um that I put all my watch bands next to the charger like dock here and then again there's a spot for an iPhone, but my phone has literally never sat in that because it's, it sits on my desk, and so usually I like sleep with my phone plugged in next to my bed, and so it doesn't make sense. But here's a question I have: D- Is
1: your does your dock does your watch sit like upright, or does it sit on its side in alarm clock mode? It sits upright, like it's it kind of. Um... That's bullshit. Because alarm clock mode is awesome. It and is. I keep looking for docks that like allow my watch to sit in that way, and I don't find any. So that's another thing I'd be interested in because you're you're missing, like, a cool functionality of your watch, especially when it's sitting on your night table. It's like you can just – it's completely dark, but then you can just bump your night table and then your your watch turns.
0: Like, you don't, your watch will tell you the time, and I think that's really nice. I don't disagree. I like that feature a whole lot, but given the positioning and where I knew it was sitting, there's never a situation in which I would be, like, in bed and then be able to tap the table and do it given this setup. So it was kind of not something I looked for in a charger. Like you're right. I don't know if there are a lot of chargers that match that, but it definitely was not, it wasn't a selling point for me because I knew I would never be able to do that given the position I was going to put it in. Thank you, Carson. One thing uh, Carson mentioned though, that I'm going to follow up with before we, we throw him to the side. He mentioned he's an engineering student and he was like looking into designing this stuff. Obviously I think he probably listens to this podcast because, you know, obviously we're talking about making these bands And that's kind of not the same thing, but, you know, it's in the same kind of category. My only piece of advice, and I think John would echo, is that we have found getting involved in this stuff, even though we're not physically making it ourselves. And we talked about maybe in episode one or two about, you know, what's a maker and stuff like that. uh, It's been really easy to get involved or at least to begin making these products at relatively affordable prices. So even as a student or something, um, you know, I know that there are a lot of maker spaces in local communities and libraries, you know, 3D printers. Maybe if you're an engineering student.
1: If you're Yeah, if you're a student, you probably have cheap access to a 3D printer, which is something that Cameron and I have less of as n- no longer students.
0: So I think if you had an idea you could 3D print, from what we found, getting these things produced in significant quantities, at least enough to where you could sell them yourself on Amazon, is a lot less scary, and we'll do like a recap whenever we get to the point of selling, but it's been a lot less scary than we imagined it would be, and a lot more accessible, and the people have been very helpful and overall the idea of making accessories for you know your apple watch or something like that is is a something i would highly encourage anyone who's thought about it to even just investigate and look into because it's definitely accessible and not super hard and and the community of people who are interested like i said we mentioned the feedback we're getting has been unbelievable people are just encouraging and like the idea of other people making especially these like small one-off or you know we're doing 50 100 200 500 bands not mass selling in stores so it's been really cool so highly would encourage anyone who has an idea to try to get into it
1: yeah and carson if you have any other questions or we're not experts in this field in any way but feel free to get in touch with us again um maybe we could point you in the
0: right direction on that um maybe not i don't know (laughs) we no promises on that but we encourage it and if you do come up with something let us know and we will be sure to uh take a look at it or talk about it here so
1: um and we got just uh We've already talked about the Twitter user who got in touch with us, um, and the you had a Reddit. I don't know if this was just a comment
0: or a... Um... This was a personal message on Reddit. This was a co- like a direct message, I guess. All right, why don't you go for this one? Sure. So this came... I don't know if the user wants me to read his name because I didn't get that permission from him. Um, I will call him MG because that's part of the first part of his name, and he will know that it's about him if he or she, I guess he or she listens. It's not MG Siegler. It's not MG Siegler. It is MG something else. I'm not sure if they actually, given their handle here, they think of themselves in that way. It could be like M, then something else. But MG, he or she uh, messaged over and gave me, I guess, to summarize here, basically said, hey, uh, I know you guys are chugging away on this and gave me some links to various, I guess, to a specific vendor and kind of a couple other ones who have... um, rose gold lugs and parts or i guess um bands and basically said i wanted to get your opinion on some of these or i guess where they're coming from um he or she were not these were not bands like ours these were
1: like milanese loops
0: yeah men loops and basically said uh, i've tried all these this one specifically has a rose gold that is closest to what i have on my watch and basically said hey like how do you find out i guess is there a way to find out which who you're getting these from so that you can get the rose gold that matches as close as possible and then says keep up the good work um so i just want to touch there that these are again kind of iterate like we're getting a lot of messages like this like this one was from mg but we're getting a lot of people who are very very picky about these kind of things which is kind of the market we've anticipated being our target from day one right which is really cool
1: we, we don't know exactly how precise we're going to be able to get, but our goal is, like this
0: MG person said, we want to be as precise as possible. So uh, this person kind of, I think, maybe alluded to the fact that when we mentioned, I think, in episode 3 or 4, that it seems like you know a lot of these resellers also sell on Amazon. And so MG had been buying a bunch of the rose gold ones to find out which ones match the best. Um, and yeah, we can kind of reach out to them and get samples. The best way we have is to... Get samples or ask the vendors directly and say, "Hey, can you produce something that matches this?" Um, I think we mentioned it maybe last episode, but our the insight we've gotten so far leads me especially to believe that there are there are some manufacturers who do the metal parts So the lugs uh, with the Milanese loops. They probably do much more a greater percentage of it. Uh, the pins, and then there are other manufacturers who we're working with who maybe buy from other suppliers the metal parts and then do the silicone injection molding or something like that so there definitely seems to be there well i mean we know straight up there are different parts of the supply chain and we're trying to understand as best we can and if we end up going forward and doing the um rose gold or regular gold like we've hoped to that's our you know our, our goal or our dream i guess yes that is one thing we will do specifically is make sure we can get as close to those as we possibly can
1: um so that's what we've got from feedback uh from our last episode and we really it makes me so happy every time i see a new piece of feedback and i really appreciate everyone who's taken the time to reach out and say anything about this product at all um and this idea um really appreciate it really is amazing
0: and uh thank you so much for that yeah it's been really cool like i said john and i started this um a couple months ago as kind of hey wouldn't this be neat and now we've got a dozen bands at each of our you know each of our desks and We are getting closer to the point of maybe one day being able to sell these to people. And so, yeah, we wanted to thank you for giving us any bit of feedback or input because it really reminds us that this is a fun thing to do. It's a really cool part of our days, and we appreciate that. So um, I think we're about done for today, which is a relatively quick episode. Uh, And just want to reiterate, we will link back. Uh, It'll be in the show notes, specifically the timestamp of where we do the survey. But if you do have interest in making sure that you're on our, like, i guess vip list or priority list that when we do start selling these we will reach out to you directly um, and give you a bit of a window to buy first before everyone else Um, feel free to fill out that and send us some email questions because given the feedback we had we think there may be limitations on you know depending on the number of colors and sizes we do there are some people may want one of these and not be able to get one so we want to prevent that as best we can
1: Yep, and um, I just want to say that after we post this episode and send out our email, um,
0: we very likely will pass a 1,000 podcast downloads. So thank you so much. Super close on that one. I think we're only a handful off. So yeah, thank you if you've listened. Um, and our email list continues to grow. And yeah, so again, uh, fill out that email. If you have any other questions or feedback, feel free to email us. Again, the email is contact at tonebands.com and uh or facebook us or i think you can instagram message i think that's the one place we've not gotten a message on yet uh anything you can do we really appreciate all the feedback and any of the questions about the process and we will answer those as we get going in the next episode all right well thank you so much and uh thank you cameron yep fun as always fun as always so cool well i will see you later john later bye